Dr. Marketing Tips, paging Dr. Marketing Tips. Dr. Marketing Tips, you're needed in the marketing department. Welcome to the Dr. Marketing Tips Podcast, your prescription to the answers you seek to grow your medical practice easier, better, and faster. This show is all about connecting practice administrators and medical marketing professionals with peers working in practices, learning from experiences, making mistakes, and sharing successes. Let's get started. Hey there, welcome to the Dr. Marketing Tips Podcast. I am Jennifer. And I'm Corey. And today we're going to talk about what you can do at your medical practice to slash cost, specifically as it relates to a recession. We're getting a lot of calls about, you know, I'm looking to maybe sharpen the pencil or tighten the belt um, with the potential recession coming and what can we do from a marketing standpoint. And we know that our costs are increasing, whether it's the price of toilet paper, whether it's the price of keeping staff, whether it's you know the, the paper that you're printing on, the gas that it takes to get to work. But what's not increasing is our reimbursements and the money that we're making per patient. And so because of that, sometimes we have to look at ways that we can find a little more room in the budget Sometimes marketing is the first one that people ask to make some cuts. So we thought we'd come up with a list and some things that you could maybe take into consideration and maybe find you a couple thousand dollars a month. Yeah, so I think number one on the list would be perform an audit of what you're actually spending money on because you know, you, you may think that you canceled that local magazine deal a couple years ago, but it's actually on an annually recurring contract and you've been paying for it and just don't know about it. We run into that a lot with a lot of the practices that we work for, unless like we're manage- managing their budget and we keep an eye on it. You know, sometimes there's someone in-house that's doing it, and they may again just think that there's this deal that closed and it's actually like running in perpetuity. Um, so run an uh, audit on what you're spending. And then there's a potential for savings there. Yeah, I mean, you do that with your Netflix account, your Disney account, your Hulu account, your magazine subscriptions. And, I mean, you do it with all of them. Didn't you have an example recently of an ophthalmology group that you were able to save some money for? Yeah, so they had a uh, chatbot on their website that they had originally set up before they had started working with us. And they had all intentions of the world of going in and creating the scripting and automations. And it was going to be this great thing that patients could go and they could schedule appointments and... Well, that never got off the ground. So it's just been sitting there. They pay for it every single month. I think it's like 120 bucks a month, and it's not even turned on. So once we found it, we went in and we said, hey, let's just let's turn this off and save this money unless you guys plan on turning this on by next Tuesday. And the answer was no. So we got rid of it for them. I think that's a, that's a great piece of advice. So take a look at what you're spending money on. Maybe make sure you're still using it or you're using it to the capacity that you want to use it. Right. And then lean into it. Um, Another area that I think that um, really one of the first tried and trues is, you know, typically spending money on advertising, whether it's advertising with Google or Bing or, you know, social media or print advertising or something like that. Now is a really good time to take a look at those ad dollars. Yeah. So when you're doing digital advertising, specifically what's called PPC or pay per click, you're really in a bidding war against your competitors. And so when you're in a bidding war, that drives the price up. Um, and so if you want to save money, we always talk about on the show how it's kind of like a faucet and you can turn up the faucet or you can turn down the faucet. So if you're looking to save money during a recession or just on your marketing budget in general, it makes sense to say, let's turn down the faucet and not spend as much. So when you do that, you're not going to show up right away on Google search results um, because that's why you're paying for it in the first place. So you bid, you show up, and it's a quick way 
to get your practice in those search results. You turn it down, you don't show up as often, but you save on your budget. Yeah, and I think that if you're going to turn that down, what you could focus on is really making a more robust Google My Business page and really diving into that because we had that case study that we did recently. Um, over a six-month period, we could directly attribute $245,000 from the Google My Business page. The AdWords were paying for themselves, but the GMB was bringing dollars in the door. And so analyze what you've got your spend on look at what's performing and lean into what's performing. Another area that you could potentially cut cost is advertising on social media. Yeah, so same kind of idea. When your advertising budget, specifically on digital, it's kind of like a car. So you put gas into it, it's gonna go somewhere. It's gonna take you where you wanna go. If there's no gas, well, you're not gonna go anywhere. Works just like that on social. If you're not spending money on social media, um, especially recently with all of the changes that Meta is going through with Facebook and Instagram and just scrambling to keep users, they're showing business pages a lot less, especially if you don't have a ton of engagement. So if you're not paying to boost certain posts or run certain ads, uh, then you're most likely just not going to show up in front of your potential patients. So as long as you're aware of that, then that's another opportunity where you can cut a little bit uh, and, and save on that budget. I think it kind of goes to also, like, it's not just about cut, cut, cut. It's about, like, why am I spending here? What is performing? What can I adjust on? And so I think there's always, like, that there's that kind of um, single-loop decision-making, and then there's, like, that double-loop decision-making. And you want to be asking the why so that you can be better at what you do because we've, we've talked about it for years, especially if you watch the show or listen to the podcast. Marketing is a marathon, it's not a sprint. And we've been training and we've been running and everything else. So if we take a little break, if we stop for a water break or take a couple weeks off to go on vacation or even nurse an injury, which is the recession, then we'll still be okay when it comes back time. Turn it down a little. Um, but if you're looking at it from the standpoint of a sprint, you know that's not as easy to recover from. Right, and if, if you go with the idea that it's kind of a marathon, that means you've been training and you've been doing this for a while. Mm -hmm. So you have kind of um, a, a certain set of collateral and assets and equity built up for this. And if you just quit, well then all of that goes away and you have to start your training over. You have to start your marathon over. So if you've been doing it for a while, you're gonna be insulated a little bit from turning things off or turning them down, especially if you have that strong organic or Google business um, profile for your practice and your providers because that's gonna, again, that will insulate you if you decide to turn down the advertising budget and turn down the social, stop with the, the billboards or whatever the case may be. Yeah, and, I, and I, it, just, it just goes back to, take a look at what you've got going on, you know, lean into the things that are performing, cut the things that maybe aren't performing. You know, now's not a time for a lot of trial and error. You're trying to cut some cost. Okay, so, We've talked about ads. We've talked about social. We've talked about. Um, we've talked about. What else have we talked about? Uh, we've done ads and social. We did not yet talk about email. Yeah, I think email is a place that we can save some money. Yeah, specifically when we're talking about email newsletters and and the the list size, because I think that there's a, just honestly a ton of waste when it comes to the the email list sizes. Because if you think about it, if you're paying a constant contact or an active campaign. MailChimp, whatever you use, 
uh, to house your patient list. And let's say... Let's say they're sending four times a year. Yeah, let's, yeah, you're sending quarterly and you're really on it and you, you add new patients monthly into this list, right? But then you're only sending it once every quarter. So let's say you're doing a really good job and your patient list is really engaged. You're still probably only going to have a 40%-ish open rate, which means that 60% of the people that are in this list program are not ever going to look at your emails. And you're paying for every single person in there. So you can run a report in, let's say, Constant Contact, pull out the people that have never engaged with your emails, and just like that, you can you can reduce your list cost by sometimes a couple hundred dollars a month. Yeah, I've got a client that has um, it's a big orthopedic practice. I work with them very closely. We do a monthly mailer. Their list is about 20,000 people, and um, that mailer, that just to house that data, is between four and $500 a month. So if you think about that, I mean, that's four to $500 a month in savings, and those are hypothetically patients that you already have, people that already know about your practice. That's how you got their email. So if you were to cut back somewhere, that could be $6,000 a year that you're cutting right off the bat. And let's say that you're not trying to... And, and again, you're not losing any momentum because you mm-hmm. know that at, at whatever percentage of them, so let's say 60%, again, they're not ever going to look at the emails. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Where else can you cut costs? Yeah. So another place you could save money is instead of creating new content and spending a lot of your, your time and your resources into that, you can just repurpose content that you've already got. So again, going back to the idea that we discussed a couple minutes ago, if you've been doing this for a while, you have a lot of content already. And hopefully that is good content that you can take and turn into different things. So for example, if you've got um, a video of a provider answering some common questions, well maybe that was just something that went on YouTube and that was it. So take that, turn it into individual social posts, and then you don't have to spend the, the money to film them again. Now you've got new content, you can go back out on social media and you're not spending that money or that time to create that new content. You know, and speaking of content, another thing that you can do is take a look at those monthly or quarterly reports, you know, that are three month or six month trailing, look at where the traffic to your website is coming, identify those top pages, and double down on those pages and refresh those on your existing website. You're not having to pay for new content, you're just refreshing some existing. You can probably do it internally, update some statistics, maybe add another paragraph, maybe you have a new doctor that started, change the way some of the words are. Google thinks it's new and helps elevate you in the ranking. Yeah, that's a great point because those pages already, again, they have the equity, they've been there, they have performed. So if you go in and update those, you're gonna see a a bigger impact from trying to create new pages that are gonna have to catch those other pages that are doing so well. Um, And that just requires a lot of legwork that maybe now is not the exact right time to do that. So I had a client, come to me recently and ask if they could just, first they said, we're just gonna cancel all of our marketing, we're done. And then we started having some conversations and we're like, all right, well, I wouldn't transfer my website to my IT department, I would just you know, sign a hosting agreement. Plus you gotta think about who's gonna manage all those um, lead magnets that you've got and the email nurture campaigns and all that. And we don't wanna turn off your website or not pay attention to it because then all those people that came to request appointments that's now going to be a phone call to your office. So you're killing one area and now you're having to increase operationally somewhere else. And we know that FTEs are expensive. And, um, you know, it just kind of goes like you can kind of go into potentially 
depending on the investment you've made in your marketing program, you can kind of go into, I would think, a maintenance mode for three to six months, as long as you are focused on watching the right metrics and seeing what's going to happen. Yeah, and the right metric to pay attention to is conversions. So we talk a lot sometimes about um, vanity metrics, which is you know your your page views and how many people are coming to the site and how your hair much looks so good. You have, right. You we, don't hear that. Well, I don't hear that personally. No. Um, but and those are vanity metrics. But what's really um, driving that trend line, what's steering the ship, if you will, is the conversion. So pay attention to that number, and if that number is going in the right direction, then keep doing whatever it is that is putting that number where it needs to go. Absolutely, and I think the final piece of advice for cutting costs during a recession is you're probably gonna have to look at your FTEs. Are you running heavy or are you running lean? I know that we are gonna be busy during a recession. We're always busy in times of turmoil because practices out there will cut some costs as it relates to an FTE, and then they'll outsource that to us because you can turn us on or off depending on how much volume you want versus having to pay for somebody every single day and cover the benefits and the taxes and everything else. That's what I was going to say is, yeah, not only can it just be on off, but it's just cheaper. It's wow. project. Yeah. Project basis, totally across the board. All right. Well, I think that's some good advice for how to save some money um, or potentially cut some costs with a recession looming. I hope that you guys do well. And I think the next episode of the show, we should talk about how you can actually grow your practice during a recession because everybody else is going to be cutting costs. Right. Everyone else is pulling back. So what can you do? You can hit the throttle. Vroom. All right. So with that, I'm Jennifer. I'm Corey. We'll see you next time on the Dr. Marketing Tips show. Thanks a bunch. Bye, guys. Thanks for listening to the DrMarketingTips.com podcast. If there's anything from today's show you want to learn more about, check out DrMarketingTips.com for our podcast resource center with all the notes, links, and goodies we mentioned during the show. If you're not already a subscriber to our show, please consider pressing the subscribe button on your podcast player so you never miss one of our future episodes. And if you haven't given us a rating or review yet on iTunes, please find a spare minute and help us reach and educate even more of our medical practice peers. Thanks again for listening, and we'll catch you next time. Doctor's Orders.